0: Stories, big guess the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge, weekdays twelve thirty to three
1: seven seventy CHQR. So, as I say, I think this is some important new research when it comes to pain and helping people manage pain. New research comparing opioids, which obviously we're very worried about overprescribing, and other painkillers, because the dilemma we faced or at least we thought we faced, was, well, we want to help people alleviate the pain that they're suffering from, but we don't want them getting hooked on these, these opioids. We obviously see through this opioid crisis what that can lead to. So what if we could just pff, eliminate that dilemma? Poof, it's gone. So story from the Associated Press today, a year-long study offers rigorous new evidence against using prescription opioids for chronic pain. In patients with stubborn backaches, hip or knee arthritis, opioids work no better than over-the-counter drugs like Tylenol or Advil or other non-opioids. So that's potentially significant. Joining us to talk more about this research is the co-author of this study, now, Dr. Aaron Krebs, is the Women's Health Medical Director with the Minneapolis Veterans Affairs Health System, research published in the Journal of the uh, American Medical Association. Dr. Krebs, great to have you with us here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Well, you know, as I say, I think this is an important question because we're sort of stuck with this dilemma that if we're going to reduce the use of opioids because of addiction, that's going to leave more people in pain.
0: Well, that has been a concern, but I'm not sure it's what we should be most worried about.
1: We'll expand on that.
0: So um, I guess I should just uh, stop and say what we did not do. We did not study opioids for the issues or for the conditions that we know opioids are valuable for, such as end of life pain, uh, you know, surgical pain, that kind of thing. There's really no questions that opioids have value in those circumstances. What we were looking at is opioid treatment of much more common problems like chronic back pain, uh, meaning back pain that has persisted for six months or longer or um, arthritis pain of the hip or knee. And these are some of the most common reasons why opioids are prescribed long-term, but we've never had research showing that opioids are better than non-opioid options for these problems.
1: Uh, So then in in taking a look at this and and trying to get to the bottom of what's most effective or how these drugs compare with things like Tylenol, ibuprofen, et cetera, Mm -hmm. so how do you go about um, doing that comparison?
0: So this was a randomized trial, which is the highest level of scientific study. We um, recruited 240 volunteers who all had persistent, severe pain. And what we did is we randomly assigned them to one of two arms. In the opioid arm, we treated them with opioid medications like hydrocodone, oxycodone, or morphine for 12 months. In the non-opioid arm, we treated them with other medications, including some of the familiar ones like acetaminophen, um, ibuprofen, naproxen, but also some less familiar prescription medications that are available for managing pain. We treated them with those medicines for 12 months, and we really carefully uh, adjusted the medicines to try to find the best possible regimen for each individual patient in this study.
1: And so what did we find?
0: What we found is that the opioid group uh, simply did not do better than the non-opioid group. We found no advantages for treating people with opioids um in fact the non-opioid group did a little bit better in terms of pain intensity
1: interesting well and i mean it certainly seems surprising as a layperson but uh even within the the medical um profession it, it, there's there seems to be a surprise reaction to this i think we've, we've come to this assumption that opioids are much better when it comes to to addressing that kind of pain so why why do we think that then
0: Well, I think there has certainly been a very successful um, marketing uh, campaign for some of these medications, and perhaps um, some of us physicians have been insufficiently skeptical about that. Certainly, I think um, the the reputation of opioids as very powerful painkillers is not well-deserved at this point. Um, And I think, you know, when you talk to... When I talk to primary care doctors who see a lot of patients with these common pain problems, most of them are not actually that surprised by these results because they've been trying to treat people with opioids and really finding that people don't seem to get a whole lot better with these medicines.
1: So this is important findings then in terms of maybe shifting away from, from using opioids to treat this kind of pain, right? the common
0: problems um, that really we need to be using fewer opioids, not just because they're more dangerous, but because they simply don't have um, advantages over safer medicines.
1: Now, I mean, different drugs are going to to work differently for for other people. I mean, is is there a way then to, to take each patient, what they're going through and find what can work best for them?
0: Yes, and actually in this study, what we did, um, you know, and this was done in the the VA, uh, the U.S. Veterans Affairs uh, Health System, Um, and what we did is we actually had a clinical pharmacist visit with the patients very frequently during the study. Um, So after each medication change that was made, there was a short-term follow-up to see how they were doing in terms of their pain, in terms of their ability to function, um, and in terms of their side effects. And medications were adjusted uh, frequently for people to make sure that we identified the best regimen for each individual. And I think that careful trial and error approach um, was part of the reason why patients in this study had such a good response.
1: And I guess we still have opioids there as, as a backup, but maybe more as a last resort.
0: You know, there are some people for whom opioids may be the right choice. It's just going to be a much smaller number of people than we've been treating with opioids over the last 20 years.
1: In terms of addressing these problems around addiction, do you you think that this can make a big difference Uh, should this approach be adopted?
0: Well, the big challenge, I think, is that um, we know that even when people take opioids as directed, Prescribing as many as we have have been just exposes far too many people to the risk of addiction. You know, this is not something that is the fault of the person who becomes addicted. Not everyone who becomes addicted ever gets high or ever tries to misuse the medications. It's simply a known side effect of opioids that a certain proportion of those who try them will become addicted Um, and if we reserve these medicines for when they are truly better when they are truly needed and we use them much more carefully we won't see as many people suffering the side effects of addiction
1: yeah that's such an important point well we'll leave it there this research published in the journal of the american medical association and people want to find out more there dr krebs thanks so much for joining us here today really appreciate this
0: thank you for having me on
1: all right, there you go. Erin Krebs, uh, Women's Health Medical Director with the Minneapolis Veterans Affairs Healthcare System, so co-author of this study. Very interesting. 974 is our number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.